If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's this one? Oh, this is the one where it defocuses it. This is, I didn't have this one before. This is a new Zoom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. That's fun. It just suits your face, Jen. It just looks good on you. Weird, isn't it? It's actually weird how I suit a moustache. Do you really need it? Is, is it? Is it distracting? <laughs> You know what, though? If you were to leave it on, eventually I will get used to it. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jen's got a moustache. <laughs> Lockdown. Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Oh, I hate, you know, I hate when you, you, you see a hair that you haven't noticed on your chin. Oh, I don't even want to get into it. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm going to be really honest about it. I had a bit of laser done on the old chin about four Did years you? ago. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, it's done. It's done. And I've done it. Oh, my God come back this is what they don't tell you you go and you sit through all this lasering for like a year and you go to your sessions every six weeks and but then they're like okay and you'll probably you want to do top-ups yearly and i was like whoa they say it's only 80 percent of the hair that goes away yeah so you'll always get a little bit of hair going back so the other day because I used to religiously check my chin hair because obviously, obviously every day I was like, oh my God, I'm beginning to look like, uh, you know, the bearded lady. And since the lasering, I was like, I haven't done anything. Anyway, I had a little look and there was a hair that I was like, that must have been growing for about two weeks. And why has nobody told me? And I wouldn't mind if it was like one of those wispy hairs where you're like, well, like, it's easy to miss that because in the light, you might not be able to see it. It was like a bloody pube, okay? <laughs> growing out of my face. 
It's like I had a massive pubic hair growing out my face. That's how much Chloe looks at me that she didn't notice I had an actual pubic hair. Do you know, I have one on my neck that grows and if you don't, if I don't get it in time and it's really long and it's like, how does it get that long? And also, you know, when you have like having a, a call with somebody that you quite like on, on Zoom saying you're, I lean in a lot and then you just realise you've missed a spot, like there's like a blind spot and you're like, oh, there's nothing worse. That Because I, I think that attracts men, doesn't it? That, that little bit of chin hair that you haven't noticed. Oh my God, honestly, the anxiety I used to have. Do you know what I used to think about those, you know, right, this is how narcissistic I am, right? You know when they do Desert Island Discs mm. and they used to say, and what would be the th- you can take, have a book and what would be the thing that you take with you? And I'd be like, tweezers. <laughs> because when I'm finally collected from this desert island, I don't want to have a goatee, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm that vain. Do you know what's really bad? When you go to a friend's house and the lighting in their bathroom is better than yours, so you think you've got everything and then you go <gasps> to their bathroom and then you're like, I don't have my tweezers on me. Oh my God, the anxiety, the tweezer anxiety. Do you know what? Why aren't there self-help groups about this? Because for ages I was like, I am the only woman I know that's growing facial hair. Because we're taught not to talk because about it. Because it happens, doesn't it? You get to like 35, boom, you've got a beard. Nobody tells you, nobody talks about it. And then you're just supposed to just discreetly pluck it or electrolysize it. Do you get hair above the lip? Of course I get hair. I am a half Spanish woman. Yeah. <laughs> There isn't a part of my body that hasn't got... I've got hair on my temples. There's hair... I've got hair on my earlobes. I've got hair everywhere, Maureen. I am like, I am like an extra from Gorillas in the Mist. Do you know the moment I realised I was going to get electrolysis was I went to visit my mom. I went to Canada. And we were hanging out. And she was like, oh, will you just help me pluck some of the... And I went under my mom's chin. And it was like a fucking forest. And I was like... That's me. That's going to be me. I'm going to deal with it now so I don't ever have to be like, can somebody just get the... I can't see. I was like, no. So looked into my future. But that's what love is because I said to Chloe, if I get knocked down by a car and I'm sort of like, I'm incapacitated, I said, would you come to hospital and pluck my chin hair? And she said, yeah, of course I would. And I was like, that's because that's what... That for me is what love is, is that your partner will pluck your chin hair out. So if, if we go on tour, at least we've got, we can do something in the car. Maureen, we're going to have a dressing room. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no more changing in the parking lot. We're done with those days, Maureen. Yeah, all right. I then. don't know. If no, I'm, I refuse to change in the Stoke-on-Trent train bathroom ever again in my life. I refuse. I'm so glad we talked about this because I do sometimes feel I'm very much alone on the hairy lady front. No, no. I've not found one on, on the girls yet. But I know one day it might happen. I know a lot of ladies find them on the girls. On the girls? What do you mean on the girls? On your tits, Maureen. On your tits. (laughs) On the girls. (laughs) Why did you just say tits? For God's sake. Oh, my God. I mean, Gemma, like, girls? What girls? (laughs) On the girls. On the girls. Around the areoli. Yes, on the areoli. Okay. Great, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've already beaten you all there, there, because there's, like I said, there isn't a part of my body that hasn't got a, a hair follicle. Um, I caught one growing right out of a nipple, so beat that. <gasps> hey, that's something to put on your Instagram, isn't it? Can you imagine <laughs> a close-up of a hair growing out of your nipple? That's how you get banned from Instagram. No, because if you go close enough, no one will really know what it is, right? They'll be like, was she, is that a... Is she gardening? Is that a plant? I can't tell if that's a seedling or... Yeah. 
Okay, all right. Well, let's start. I mean, we've had a lovely chat about our hairy tits, but let's start the show. <laughs> we didn't know what to talk about in regards to the week, but I think we've covered that, guys. We've been plucking. Right, so, uh, hello. <laughs> it's really hard to know how to start a show after you've been talking about plucking the hair off your tits for <laughs> 10 minutes, isn't it? What else has been happening? I got vaccinated. Best of news, Maureen. Best yeah. Of news. Yay, vaccinated. Everything was fine. Arm was sore for a bit, but uh, it's all fine now. And also I had an argument in farm foods the other day. So that was because, you know, I always go to the best places. Farm foods does sound good, though, doesn't it? If you were in, like, Gloucestershire and said, I'm just nipping to farm foods, people would be like, oh, yeah, she's going to the farm shop. But that's... In North London, that's not what farm foods is, is it? <laughs> no, it's a really good value shop. Anyway, I was in the queue and this guy being really arsy to the shop assistant, he went, what are you hiring people? What are you hiring people for? And all she was doing was, was dealing with people because it's a big, big queue. So I stood up for her and said, don't talk to her like that. She's just doing her job. Don't you talk to me and all this stupid. I said, I'll talk to you if I want. And he said, don't, don't, don't talk. And I said, you can't order me about. I'm not your wife because I suspect that's how he treats his wife. He went, I wouldn't marry you. I said, well, I went, well, I wouldn't marry you either. So let's not. Anyway, and the guy next to me kept going, leave it, leave it, leave it. Uh, then it all died down. And then I admittedly did start up hostilities because as I left and passed him, I said to the lady, have a lovely day, despite all the dickheads. And I may have mentioned dickhead as I was passing him. And then he said to me, fuck you. And I went, well, that'd be 10 seconds of my life. I'd never get back. That is really good. That is. I think I won that round. Oh, Maureen. <laughs> Did you curtsy as you left? I should have done that. Did you though. take a bow? I should have done And everyone went, ah, oh, ha, 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 ha. And that will be ringing around his head for the rest of the day. And that's the thing that you've got to take solace in is that, oh, it'll be absolutely livid. Because he talked to her and he obviously didn't, she wasn't going to answer him back. And I just thought, you've got no right talking to the woman's just doing her job. And who the hell wants somebody to be slower at a cash desk? Could you slow down, please? I like to watch as the food goes through. I, uh... What was that? Bring that one back. What was that? Tomatoes? Well, I missed it. Bring it back. <laughs> Let me see it go through again. I'm not defending his behaviour, but with lockdown, people are really desperate for entertainment. And maybe he's like, <laughs> this is his one chance out of the house. He's got eight kids at home. He's like, you know what? Can you take your time? Can we look at each item? <laughs> um, anyway, so that was that was my morning. Well done, Maureen. Alison, what's your what have you been up to? Okay, well this week I'm going I'm doing a little puppy talk, guys. I took Bear for his very first haircut and oh. I know it's a, but you just worry because an experience could be bad. I know people who have dogs and it's changed their dogs. They're like just be careful where you take them. I'm like, what has happened? So yeah, he was great. He loved it. He was wonderful. The woman was super in love with him. So I'm a proud parent she's like whatever you're doing to his fur keep doing it it's beautiful I was like <laughs> thank you we do brush it nightly and you know yeah of course you do <laughs> I've made Danny be a part of it now I'm like you hold the carrot I think if we do it together he really enjoys it then it's like an activity we're all doing together and he Danny is like it's a family thing yeah I know yeah. it's gross guys but yeah anyway it's all paying off <laughs> It's all paying off for that trip to Crufts. And we all know if Maureen had a dog, particularly Pomeranian, it would just be one big dreadlock. So well done. Alison. It would be a Rastapom. <laughs> be like a Rastapom. Uh, I would love to tell you about my week. Um, but as we discussed earlier on, I have done nothing, uh, been at nowhere, uh, seen nothing. So that's it. Um, please add that to the list of, of excitement. It's incredible, isn't it? I, uh, how a week can go by. I don't feel like the weeks are going slowly. I feel like I literally just picked um, up my kids from school on a Friday and then I just dropped them back off at school, you know, like a couple of days. That just feels like that happened in a day. 
Do you know what I mean? It's just, it, it happens too quickly and yet nothing happens. I haven't had an exciting experience at Farm Foods. I haven't been vaccinated. Um, I am still, I mean, we could talk about sea swimming. I mean, that is it. That is all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So my friend who I swim with, uh, Sean, so there's three of us swimming, uh, Sean, Zoe and I, but Sean and I uh, have been swimming together since May bought me some fins there we go i have these new swimming fins and i took them out on a, for a little wizette today oh my god i am the dullest person i know no and may i say i picked up some absolute speed in the water so we swam out pretty much to the end of the pier and back because we could because we had the fins on oh my god it's giving my leg muscles a real going over maureen i'm telling you by the end of the summer i'm gonna have two very muscular legs possibly Something for you to look forward to, Maureen, because I know you like to look at them. <laughs> Something for you to look forward to, Alison, because I know you like to feel them. Yeah. Something for you to look forward to, Leanne. <laughs> I'll find another reason why. <laughs> That's it. That's the week. Oh, my God. Um, we'll probably edit that last bit out, won't we, Leanne? Because that was of little to no interest at all. There we are. Oh, God. She starts yeah. editing out things of no interest. It's going to be a really short podcast. <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs> Close my internet. Don't close my internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. Oh, I'm putting makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out a bit, okay? <laughs> it's time, uh, Maureen, to talk to you about your Be More Maureen moment. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's to do with the vaccination, funny enough. I uh, decided because Jen's get, trying to get to be, be, be more healthy. So I thought, I know what, I will walk to the vaccination. It's like an hour, hour, 15 minutes. as a really good walk. So I started walking uh, and it was in Tottenham. And I thought, oh, I don't actually can't remember what bit of Tottenham. So I better find out which bit I need to head for as I was walking. And then I checked and it turned out I actually had booked the vaccination in Angel. Yes, there you are. You see, Maureen, mm -hmm. that is... <laughs> classic mm -hmm. there goes maureen walking towards the vaccination center by the way she's like doesn't know where the vaccination center is she's just like i'll just walk to tottenham <laughs> i didn't even have a place in tottenham in mind just just i'll head towards tottenham i knew it was in tottenham but it wasn't was it maureen? no it was an angel, it was an angel but angel. i thought it was in tottenham so i was heading towards tottenham but where were you going in tottenham that's what i wanted to know maureen just went I said, Maureen, did you, what address were you going to? Oh, I don't know. I was going to check the address. That's how I knew it was an angel. So I said, you were just, what, randomly walking just towards Tottenham with no address? Uh, yeah, I didn't have the address, but I thought it was... Who does that? Ah, well, I do. Because... Well, you do that, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in a way, there's a logic there because you think Tottenham, that's not too far from you. It's nearer than angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think, do you know what, Maureen, I can't really fault your logic in that. But today I'm like, I have no fucking idea what you thought you were doing. But... <laughs> somewhere it is in the place you don't necessarily check the place before you you just head to the place first don't you and then you check on no the i disagree with that maureen i always check postcodes before i even step out my door i always check a postcode where i'm going yeah you've got, you've got, you're going in the vague direction so you don't really need to know specifics until you get nearer there no no maureen that's absolute nonsense i don't think anyone leaves the house going i'll just vaguely wander <laughs> towards an area that i think it is unless i have no destination really in mind but if i'm heading to something <laughs> I, I want to know the efficient way of getting to something, oh. but I appreciate your sense of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does have its faults.
I mean, I'm going to say there's not one thing that isn't a fault in that particular story. But Maureen, I'm so delighted that you checked your phone before you got to Tottenham. You absolute lunatic. Thank you very much for your Be More Maureen. As always, it is enlightening and frustrating in equal measure. Now it's time for us to turn to the only point of the show, which is it's time to... Excuse me, I'll start again. That one went wrong. <laughs> I was going to do the ask, uh, but actually nearly threw up. It's time to ask Alison. <laughs> Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice. I ain't using it. So the problem this week, I have trouble opening up to people, especially when it comes to talking about problems or asking for help. What can I do to change this? Yeah, I was like, oh, and I think this is a good one. I think a lot of people have a hard time uh, opening up, being a little vulnerable. So, I mean, it's a common thing. Why is it maybe people have trouble opening up? Okay, so I think number one is the fear of people judging you, right? You don't want to say things because you are afraid you're the only one and everyone's going to look at you like, what the hell? So I think fear of being judged is the number one reason people don't really open up. I also think, you know, you're probably hardest on yourself. That's the biggest thing. I think we beat ourselves up. And so we're so scared that people are going to think of us the same way that we think of ourselves. They're not, everyone. You're meaner to yourself. So feel free to, like, let yourself out. Things that you can do to help this. Okay. Go with me here. Uh, If you're... Sorry, I'm really scattered today, you guys. I think this problem is touching a chord. Um, <laughs> things you can do to jam. Like, if you need to ask for help, just say it. Okay, so here's what you could do. So some, some things that I looked at online. Try opening up a bit to strangers, like taxi cab drivers or people that are never going to be around your life again. I mean, if you throw something out there, it might just be a good test. Online, Sometimes people like to put things online. Um, You know, you can disguise yourself. This is a good way to kind of test a little bit. Another thing that I thought when I read this, I thought it was really interesting. I think sometimes you you have to focus on being more in the moment. So try starting a conversation with somebody, ask them a question, and truly listen to their response. Don't start worrying about what you're going to say next. I think we're too caught up in ourselves sometimes. That's why we have trouble opening up. If you really focus on someone when they're communicating and stay in the moment and listen to everything they're saying, it makes it a lot easier to respond. I think that's a a big thing that people do sometimes. Look to maybe chat with people who have similar interests, right? You can just start talking about knitting or sea swimming or just finding relatable topics might make it easier for you to start opening up to some people. Being afraid to talk about our problems or ask for help. Why does this happen? Well, you know, you might tell yourself you have it easy. You have no right to be, you know, expressing these problems, right? First world problems. A lot of us say that. Problems are all relative, everyone. They still affect you. Um, maybe you feel like you don't want to bother others with your crap. You're not bothering people, right? Don't look at it that way. Losing control if you're not dealing with yourself. That's another reason sometimes people don't want to open up because they're like, I can deal with this by myself. I will deal with it by myself. And without 
anyone's help because sometimes they don't want to relinquish control of how they're going to solve a problem. So that's a bit of a thing. Maybe in the past you have allowed someone to open up to you and then they've just become really needy. So you're like, I don't want to go into that. I don't want to be the needy person to somebody else. So you're afraid that's going to be you. Why do you need to open up? And this is this is what I think you should be focusing on is is why it's benefiting you. Do it before your problems explode. Okay, so if something is just starting, that's the best time to start kind of putting it out there and 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 maybe looking for some suggestions or or people before it gets overwhelming. By showing you may actually be helping the other person. You know, you might think you have an issue that nobody else has. And by opening up, you're actually doing other people a favor when they realize they're not the only ones that maybe have that issue too. My best friend who I know better than anyone else in the world. And one time I opened up to her. I'll be honest, whatever. We're all girls. I opened up about a female problem. And she was like, holy crap, thank you for asking about that. I've been having the same thing, and I just thought it was only me. And this is a person I know, like, the back of my hand. So sometimes by opening up, uh, you're helping other people. Asking for help then increases your relatedness to others, which makes it easier and easier over time. Also, asking for help can make you grateful And that just releases positive emotions, which gives you more serotonin and endorphins in your body. So sometimes asking for help can actually give you the positivity that you need within yourself. How to begin doing this? Well, number one, if you don't, just fake it till you make it. Think of a person that you admire. How would they open up about things? right? Think of it. Think of it as a business. You are a business. In a business, you would address problems before it got overwhelming. So look at it that same way. Also, when you're talking to people, maybe let them know exactly what it is you're looking for. Do you just need someone to listen? Or are you looking for advice? Don't feel rude about being specific about what it is you're wanting out of that person. That helps you to open up about what you need as well. And, um, you know, sometimes people like offering advice, like I do. So please, (laughs) I urge you, if you are having problems opening up, you can ask Allison. I'm here. I enjoy it. So there's me. There's a lot of other people, but, you know, I'll do it anonymously if you want. So that is some of my advice on opening up. Thank you, Alison. Very good. Very good advice. I think it's a cultural thing in this country that we struggle with emotion. I was talking to a friend about this, and it's it's very interesting the way in this country, if you get upset, even with a friend that you love, yeah, you love this person, and you open up and you get upset, maybe you have a little cry. It's in your immediate instinct to apologize to them for being upset. Like, I'm sorry, I'm upset in case I'm upsetting you. I mean, like in Spain, if you cry, people are like, I'm sorry that you're upset. In this country, it's the responsibility of the person that's already upset to apologize to the person that isn't upset that they're upset. It's just, and that's why it can be very difficult, I think, to uh, talk about stuff and, um, and and not feel like you're burdening people. But I also think, trust your instinct there are people that don't want to know and you know who they are you know instinctively that they can't help you so you keep that to yourself find it might you might just have one person in your life that you can open up to it might be a member of your family it might be your best friend it might be somebody you work with whoever it is and you don't have to worry about burning them because that's what they're there for it's not a burden no and it's not a burden Alison, as always wonderful advice thank you very much even on a budget quality is non-negotiable 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. What is the show called? Oh, yeah, I've got it. We've been talking bollocks. Yeah. Okay. Is everyone happy with that? <laughs> it's time to find out what we've all been watching on our televisual boxes. Well, of course, it, this week it was Line of Duty was back. Yes, that's right. On Sunday was the very first episode of season six. What did you think, Maureen? I got a bit bored, actually. I started looking on my phone. I just thought it was, a. I don't know. I know they're setting it up, but I was a bit, and I'd also forgotten what happened, so I couldn't figure out. I thought Kate Fleming was undercover, but she's actually left. I can I couldn't remember. I should have looked at perhaps the last episode of series five beforehand. Do you know what? I don't do that. Who does that? Some people do, you know. Do they not do a recap? I hate it when they don't do a recap before they start the show. That's so annoying. What did you think? I think that they've laid the ground to let us know that things aren't what they seem. Always, of course. Otherwise, what would be the point of the show? And uh, everything is normal. Don't worry. Nothing to see here. Goodbye. Um, there was a, a there's a character played by Kelly McDonald. I love Kelly McDonald. I think she's great. Um, obviously, where our focus is supposed to be on her as being the as being a little bit dodgy, but the person that has rung the bell on her as being the dodgy one is an ex girlfriend who has been snubbed, and we wonder what her story is and uh, there's other stuff going on which uh, is is the background of overall corruption that's happening within the police force that is still who's h 
Yeah, who is H? So that's all, that's the subplot of the main plot. Or is that the main plot and that's the subplot? It doesn't matter. So there's a lot to take in. It's overarching story. Thank you, Maureen. For God's sake, you could have come in a bit earlier. <laughs> so I am, I'm going to say that it's quite a lot to, to expect much from the first episode. And I agree with you, Maureen. It wasn't um, one of, wasn't like some of the Line of Duty series where the first episode you're like, oh my God, I cannot, what is going on? But I think it's going to be, we're going to get to episode three and then it will be like, <gasps> Yeah, there'll be twists and turns and Jed Mercurio normally sticks something in there episode two or three where you're going okay, did you say that I was not expecting that um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that but I enjoyed it I enjoyed it overall definitely and I'm, I'm trying to watch it week by week rather than doing what I did the last series which was wait until it had finished and then I binged it oh uh, no I think it's better to do week by week because you're going to find out what's happened anyway it's going to come up on Twitter or something I'm also re-watching Bridgerton I was going to limit myself to one episode a day that hasn't worked uh, so I'm already steaming through it again so anyways well you know Maureen I think, I think Bridgerton is going to be like Outlander for you and you may well watch Bridgerton 40 times 68 68 <laughs> times so don't worry about don't worry about plowing through because you can always start back from the beginning again can't you you'd be there smugly saying to yourself well i know who lady dishwater is <laughs> i myself watched on bbc iplayer and it's also on showing on the bbc at the moment the terror chloe and i watched it over the course of a week as i was watching it i was texting alison going you got to watch the terror if you don't know what the terror is it's based on a uh, an arctic um exploration exploration it's not an expedition because they weren't they weren't going out to explore the arctic per se they were trying to find a passage a way around through the arctic in order so that i guess uh once they'd found that passage it would make i don't know i don't even know why it would make anything quicker because you can get stuck in the ice in june so i don't <laughs> really understand I mean, they kept on saying, oh, it's so much quicker. And it's like, oh, it doesn't feel quicker, is it, though? It just looks very dangerous. The point is, two boats go out. One of them is called the Terror. The other one is called the... I can't remember. And these boats get stuck out in the ice. And it's about how these men find their way back. Do they find their way back? It's a true story that these two boats were never seen of again. What happened to the men is been fictionalised in this series. It is... Honestly, one of the most thrilling uh, grip hold of your face, hold on to the armchair shows that I have seen in a really long time. It is under the genre of horror. It isn't a horror film as you would imagine it, like, but it is. It does have elements of horror in it, and it is absolutely brilliant. And the the casting is incredible. I think everyone, sometimes you look at the cast and you're like, come on, I mean, that is, why? we all know why you picked him, it's because he's in everything. The casting is, is absolutely fantastic, the acting is wonderful, everyone is wonderful in it, and I cannot recommend it enough. Again, I will say this, if you're feeling slightly vulnerable, <laughs> do not watch The Terror. I mean, I think the clue is in the title, okay? It's not for you. But if you fancy a thrilling, rip-roaring ride, then this is the show for you, and I highly recommend it. Yeah, we blasted through two episodes last night, Danny and I. We really, because like you said, with one, one is the setup. We're like, yeah, yeah, watch through it. Then we got to two. We're like, okay, here we go, here we go. But can I say, um, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. I, you know, and you're right. And I'm just so glad that finally, you know, there's a cast of all white men because I just feel there's not enough work out there for them. So I'm really <laughs> glad that no, and it is a great piece. Don't get me wrong, but the whole time I was like, oh, they're not even gonna get to a port. We're not even gonna get hookers. No women got cast in this. No. There's one so far, I think. There are three women. 
women in the in the entire show one who doesn't speak <laughs> um but i mean in fairness i mean obviously there's not many stories of women's lives at this because women's lives we were in the home doing fuck all weren't we just running the running the country basically in many ways um but not given the uh, the opportunity to go on these adventures and i to be honest with you i think women would be like that doesn't look very safe that looks horrible <laughs> yeah you go blow up the ice baby <laughs> i'll swerve it I'll wait 100 years for somebody else to do that. Do you know what? I've got no testosterone, so I feel no urge to do this. It is a predominantly the story of men, but it is also, it is a good, it is a great story. Oh, I mean, now that you've, now that you've put that, now you've put a magnifying glass I over, can't help over it. that. I'm such a bitch. Alison, I've actually, I, I like it 50% less. Thanks a bunch. Oh, I'm sorry to me, but it's really good. Get into it. It's a story. What you can't throw women into this story, right? This is a this is a, a thing. I mean, men don't come off well in this film, honestly. You know. Alison, tell, talk to me about your horror movie recommendations. Yes, my horror movie recommendations. Okay, so we were talking about um, having trouble opening up to people. So I have chosen a horror movie about not being able to open up to people. The horror movie that I have chosen this week is called. A Quiet Place. It came out pretty recently. I didn't look at the date of its release, but I know I've watched it the last couple years. The story is a family that is coping living in a world where there are animals, monsters that hunt by sound. So you cannot speak. You cannot make sound. It is riveting. It was a great movie. So yeah, it's all about learning how to, to communicate without sound, how to function in the world if you if you couldn't speak and what that would be like. And just watching the whole thing, I was like, well, if that doesn't make you want to open up to people, I don't know what would. Yeah, that looks great, actually. And I did see that. I think, can you, is that, was that out on Netflix? Did I imagine that? It might have been on Netflix, I think, for a period of time. Right now, I know you can do Amazon Prime for sure, but I would not be surprised if it was on Netflix for a while. It's a great movie. Thanks very much, Alison. We are now hitting the corner. We've handbrake turned around the corner. It's a cultural one. It's time for Martin Younger's Culture Recorder. And now it's going to be Maureen's Cultural uh-huh. Corner. I haven't started it, Maureen. Hello. I'm going to start that again. Well, we're talking book club because we've got book club online uh, on the 30th. So check out the WTB Facebook page. We'll give you details. And we'll be discussing a couple of plays. Um, Amelia, which Jen saw, and The Memory of Water by Sheila Stevenson. And the feedback was that it's obviously difficult when you read a play. You, you, it's not the same as watching it. So sometimes it's hard to judge, get the right tone and or figure out how the, how the lines are made to be said. But as Kerry wrote in and said that when she read it and then she saw it again, she actually under, she actually got more from it because she missed out a lot when she was watching it. So it is difficult when you it is difficult when you have read plays because it's it's definitely not the same as seeing them. And of course, next month's book I don't know if any of you read this, but next month's book it's a little known book called The Other Mother by Jen Brister. Has anyone read it? Hey. It is a little known book. Actually, you're completely <laughs> correct in saying that, Maureen. <laughs> But what a rip-roaring read it is. <laughs> and available at all good online bookshops. Okay. Um, it is about parenting. I am not a parent, but even if you're not a parent, neither is Alison, uh, but we still really enjoyed it. So you don't have to have kids to appreciate it. It's a very well-written, 
very funny book. It's basically Jen on a rant for numerous pages, isn't it, really? Pretty much. And if you don't want to read it, it is also available on Audible. And I will read it to you so you don't have to read it yourself. That's what I'm yeah. most excited about. I'm not going to lie. I've purchased it and I'm getting ready to sit back and listen to you read me you... your book. Six hours of me in your ear. Good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to love it. I'm going to lie in my bed till noon and listen to it and be like, God, I'm grateful for the choices I've made. And thank you, Jen, for sharing your life experience with me. The peak low point was me trying to find different ways of opening a bottle of wine when I've broken the corkscrew. I think <laughs> I think that was that was my lowest point as a parent. Smash the bottle. Just smash the bottle. <laughs> I did. I just thought I could just smash. I, I mean, I could ingest glass just to get through this <laughs> evening. <laughs> So, yeah, so if you want to join Book Club, uh, check out WTB Facebook page and all the details will be on there. Uh, who'd want to be a Kardashian? That just seems grim. Can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> well, we are once again at the end of the show, but not the ultimate end. We are at the penultimate end. We still want to know. We still need to know. Jen, what the hell has been getting your goat this week? Wow, what has been getting my goat? Uh, I'll tell you what's been getting my goat. Lockdown. It's incredible, hasn't, isn't it, that it's taken me this long to actually, I've, I've saved it up. It's been a year since the first lockdown and I feel like on the anniversary of the year of our very first lockdown, it's only right and proper that we have a good old rant about how fucking shit this is. I miss life. I miss my life. I miss my friends. I miss going out for coffee or having a drink or being outside with more than my children. I miss it. And I'm, I don't, how do you guys feel about it? I'm over it. I've had enough now. Yeah, I, I feel like we've all had enough, haven't we? It's going to be really hard if they say to us, we've got to go back into lockdown or stay in lockdown for another six months. I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, I'm not saying that, that is going to happen, but what I'm saying is I think we've all got to the point where we're like, uh, I will risk Corona just to have a pint. Uh, it's difficult, isn't it? It's been a really tough time uh, for us mentally. I also had a conversation with Chloe and she was like, how do you feel about things opening up again completely like next year and you being back on the road like you were before? Do you, do you think you'd do that again? And I thought, I don't think I can. Because I've been at home so much. I just don't think I could do six nights a week again or whatever it was that we were all doing, travelling up and down the country. I'm not sure I can do it anymore. Yeah, I think it's given me a chance to really analyse, like, what I will not do. Like, honestly, I look at gigs like this. Well, I made this much when I did a Zoom gig. Am I going to go travel for four hours to go do... Mm, no. No, I am not anymore. So I think it'll be a... A meeting in the middle. I think it'll be a real analyzing because I, I can't take six trains to get to one destination anymore. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I think particularly at the beginning, I'll be like, no, I I'm not going to go and do that. And then maybe as things eat, I, I think, it, do you know what will happen? It will be as all these things are. It will happen. It will sort of creep up slowly. And I'll eventually get round to like May or June next year and my diary will be insane. And I'll be like, how did this happen? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I said to myself I wouldn't do this. Um, but certainly at the moment, I'm, I'm sort of terrified of going back to that whole maniacal time where, 
at the time, I thought this was really normal, like not ever having any time. I thought, well, that's the normal way to live your life. But it's a comic. That's that's what you want, isn't it? You aim to have a really busy diary, don't you? You do. And then you realise that that's all you're doing. So it'd be nice to have a bit of both. Like I would like to now be able to have a diary where I'm like, okay, I'm making money. That's great. But also I can maybe not work that night and go out and say, oh, I'll see some friends or I'll watch a movie or whatever. That's what I want. I mean, in an ideal world, eh, but I think that probably won't happen. But that's what's got my goat. And in actual fact, this has been quite a mild one, hasn't it, really? I mean, if anything, it's been a gentle... It's almost been a debate. It's been not even a debate, has it? We've all agreed. It's a discussion. Ah, oh, look at that. This is what how normal people talk. It's a, it was a real well-paced goat outing. It was a lamb. <laughs> what's got Jen's lamb? Or a kid. It's been a kid. What's got Jen's kid? Oh, that sounds a bit creepy. That doesn't sound right, Maury. That's like a programme on Sky. Isn't that the type of programme you'd be watching, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's one of Alison's horror films. Yeah. Before we go, we would like to say a massive thank you to all of our patrons. In particular, we'd love to welcome Kate. Hi, Kate. We knew you'd get here eventually. I mean, <laughs> if anything, it's taken you longer than we expected to join the WTB train. But we're, we're absolutely delighted that you're here. You're a very busy woman and uh, we can't wait to send you more rubbish uh, through your inbox. You're welcome. And as a reminder, we are having our second WTB New Material Night on April 5th. Are you girls excited? I'd be more excited when I've written something, but yeah. Exactly, exactly. Don't put too much pressure on yourself because we've got two fantastic guests that I know will be pumping out amazing new material. We have Shazia Mirza, uh, who I know you guys know very well. Worked with her many times. Mm -hmm. She's fantastic. Yep. And we also have the amazing and incredible Zoe Lyons, uh, who will be joining fantastic. us and giving us new material. So April 5th, 8 p.m., go to our Facebook page, the WTB Facebook page, and it will have the uh, link to We Got Tickets. Four pounds. Four quid. Four pounds. So, yeah, it's worth bargain. it. Come on. Yeah. Absolute bargain. Thank you very much, ladies. Again, this has been a wonderful episode of Pure Joy. And what we're giving out to the universe... We can expect back in spades. <laughs> what did you do with Jen? Who is this person that is? She's been up drink again. What can I say? I know. I'm, I, I'm drunk. <laughs> I can tell because everything happens for a reason. Right, Jen? All right. Sure. I think that's that's probably the best thing. That's the best advice I've ever All right. Met. We got to end this episode. Something's wrong with Jen. We got to. <laughs> women talking bollocks thanks so much for listening please do continue to like and subscribe on our acast page wherever you get your podcasts if you enjoyed today's episode leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones particularly mine and we're also on patreon now so we're going to be sharing extra content and we'd love you to join us there join us <laughs> cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.